This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. As we're sitting here in the sukkah, enjoying sitting in the sukkah, it's a Shana Rava. The Mishnah in, in, in Sukkot on Memheim and Alf tells us, Mitzvah Sarava Ketzad. How is the Mitzvah the Rava done? There was a place below Yishalayim called Maitza, and there they would go, Yardim Shalom, they would go there, and they would gather the branches for the Arava, and explains how they would bring it up and go put it around the Mizbeach. Now it's interesting that Sukkot is a time that the world is judged for rain. We're davening for rain. And we take in our hands the Lulav, the Esri, the Dasma, the Ravis, and we're davening to Hashem. And we know that each one of the Dalmina represent a type of Yid. We have the Esri with a good taste and a good smell. We have the Lulav with a good taste but no smell. The Dasim have a good smell but no taste. May the Ravis have neither. And they're all types of Yidin. They're Yidin who have good taste and a good smell. They daven, they learn, they have mitzvahs, and they've been on the Chaveray. And then we have other people who may learn a lot, but they don't have good interpersonal skills and midas. We have people with good midas but don't learn. Then we have people that don't have good midas and don't learn. So why is it that on the day, the last day of Yantav, the last day of Sukkot, Hashanah Rava, we don't have a Yantav called Lulav Rava or Esrig Rava or Hadassim Rava. It's Hashanah Rava. We take the Hashanah, the one that represents a year that doesn't have the good Maisim, the Torah. Why we take a Shana Rabbah? The answer is, as this farm explained from this Mishnah, what is the Shana? It's It's a place that's below Yerushalayim. It's not as harsh as Yerushalayim is. It's below Yerushalayim. As the Gemara explains, what does it mean, Maitza? It's excluded. This place is solo, it's excluded from the king's tax. And that is what the Rav is. It represents the Jew that's so low, he's below Yerushalayim, he's excluded, he's not even recognized by the king. That's how low he is. And of course, the whole Sukkot, we take it together with the Dalaminim. But in the final day of Sukkot, just like no parent is happy, if his whole family's together, but there's one child missing, because that child doesn't want to be there, that child is distracted from his Yiddishkeit. That child doesn't want to be involved with his Yiddishkeit. And that bothers the parents so much. That's just an example of Hashem's feelings towards us. So how could we finish a Rosh Hashanah, a Yom Kippur, a beautiful Sukkot, and now we want to go and celebrate with the Tereshifus Tera? And the Yidden aren't there. Not all the Yidden are there. That's painful to Hashem. And therefore Hashem, to stress how important every single year it is, we have a Yom a day called Hishana Rava. It's a celebration of that Hishana, even that Yid, that doesn't have the mitzvahs, that doesn't have the learning, he's also invited. The Samarov would often say that we are so careful with every mitzvah that it has so many details, our matzah, our shayfer, our lulav, everything that we have. When it comes, however, to the walls of the sukkah, Anything is kosher. Anything goes. Whatever type of walls you have for the sukkah, it's good. Said the Satmarov. Because when it comes to inviting other yidin into your sukkah, we don't look at what type of yid he is. Every yid is invited into the sukkah. There's room in our sukkah for every single yid. And that is an important lesson we have to remember. Sometimes we look at another yid 
and he's temporarily uninvolved in his Yiddishkeit. Doesn't mean he's not invited into the sukkah. We make a special day, Hashanah Rabbah, because how could we go into Yom Kippur without them? Recently, Rav Mata Frank was on a plane going to Uman, and the plane was full of lots of people, and right in front of him was sitting a fellow, didn't look like he was dressed in the part of a from Yid, and the plane started taxiing, getting ready for takeoff. And all of a sudden the person realized his hand luggage, he left by the gate. And he got all nervous and he jumps up. He starts screaming to the steward, we have to turn back, we have to turn back, I have to get my hand baggage. And the steward looks at him and says, sir, we're taxiing, sit down. I can't sit down. He starts yelling and screaming, you have to turn the plane around, I need to get my bag. And the steward looks at him and says, sir, you have to sit down. And he's screaming and yelling, he starts cursing. Mother Frank is behind him, he's looking at this guy. He's got tattoos all over the place, a few body piercings. And everyone was cringing, just the way the guy was talking, it was so disgusting. And the steward looks at him and says, Sir, you have to sit down right now. Well, the guy got the message and he sat down. And the plane continues until it starts to take off. And the guy sits down and he says out loud, looking up to the sky and says, Abba, this is your will. This is what you want, Abba. I accept it. Abba, you know best. And Mother Frank realized every single year, if you take him and you shake him and you shake him, you're going to find the true year that's inside. And if the whole circus, we take all the Dalmina together and we shake and we shake, and a person still finds himself distant from the Vaishlaylo, then we take that Ashana by itself. We start to beat it. And then we end up with an Ashana that's so special because when you take it and you shake it and you beat it, all the other stuff falls off. And what you're left is a perfectly beautiful holy Yid who has this place like the Rava on top of Darn Kaidish. And if we take all the Yid together that we can go and have a real simplest Yantif and a simplest Torah. Have a wonderful Shana Rava and a wonderful simplest Torah. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.